Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of On to D with me, the show where we discuss all things Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. I'm Jeremy Overstreet, and I'm excited that you've tuned in again today. I've got a great show lined up for us, so let's dive in, and I'll see you on the other side. So again, guys, welcome to episode number two of On to D with me. Hey, real quick, just a reminder, my name is Jeremy Overstreet, and if you are looking to book a Disney destination vacation, whether that is Disney Cruise Line or Walt Disney World, please, please let me have the honor and the privilege of helping you book and plan that. You can reach me at jeremyo at mickeyworldtravel.com or you can find me on Facebook, Mickey World Travel slash Jeremy Overstreet. Again, I am an independent travel specialist with Mickey World Travel. Mickey World Travel is a platinum level authorized Disney vacation planner. And you remember, you pay no extra by using a travel agent like me and uh, to book your Disney vacation. And again, I would love to be able to help you and your family book and plan your next Disney destination vacation. So, hey exciting episode for you today. Last week, we just looked at a general overview of Walt Disney World, and today we're going to dive into Magic Kingdom. Now, last week, uh, I said that we were going to be diving into restaurants and um, rides all in one episode, and after, after looking at everything and just doing some research, I decided that that is a lot to kind of put into about 25 to 30 minutes. So what we're going to do over the next, the course of the next couple of months, okay, we're going to divide each park up into two separate episodes. One episode is going to be geared towards uh, rides and attractions and entertainment which is what today's episode is going to be for Magic Kingdom. And then next week, next week's episode is going to dive into restaurants, whether that is sit-down or quick service uh, and things like that. So very excited about that, but we're going to be diving, uh, we're going to be splitting those up into two separate episodes per park, just to make sure that we have enough time to be able to really dive into all that is offered. So, hey, let's dive right on in to episode number two, Magic Kingdom Part One. Okay, we're going to be looking at rides, attractions, entertainment, all that is available for you and your family to be able to take part in at Walt Disney World. So first and foremost, just a reminder that uh, Magic Kingdom opened on October the 1st of 1971. All right, and its icon is Cinderella's Castle. A wonderful park. Man, I love Magic Kingdom. I love Magic Kingdom mainly because there's so many rides, okay, to take part in. There's so many things to do that, again, even if you attempt to do two park days, two Magic Kingdom park days on your vacation, you probably still won't get everything in. But, again, there's so much. There's so much to look at. So, hey, diving right on in. Magic Kingdom is is comprised of six lands, okay? Main Street, USA, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Frontierland, Liberty Square, 
and Adventureland. We're kind of going to be taking this, if you walk into Magic Kingdom from Main Street, going left to right in the park, okay? And I'm just going to name all the rides and attractions that are in there. And I'm going to tell you some of my favorites, okay? Some of you can probably guess them because you know that I'm not a huge, huge, big roller coaster fan. Um, Just have never been. It probably has to do with when I went to uh, Walt Disney World back when I was a little kid. I mean, maybe five. I don't quite remember. And one of the first rides I got put on was Space Mountain in the front. And so that kind of just, you know, that kind of scarred me a little bit, but that's okay. One of these days I'll get over it. Probably not because I'm 37 now and, you know, whatever. It's gonna, it's gonna, it'll be fine. I'm getting a little bit better. I will say that. I did ride a few more rides this time, that this uh, the past time that we went back in 2022 than I have in the past. So uh, there you go. So, okay, let's dive into this from uh, the park uh, left to right by land, okay? Uh, we're going to be starting just right on Main Street, okay? First thing that you see right on Main Street is the Walt Disney World Railroad, okay? And this starts at Main Street USA, but has two other locations where the train stops, and that is in Frontierland and Fantasyland. Now, when we went back in 2022, the railroad, the train was not Uh, in operation because they were still working on Tron, the Tron ride. Um, So with the construction and everything, we were not able to ride this. And this is is kind of a favorite of mine um, because it's a great way to be able to just ride around the park, be able to see everything and every aspect of the park, um, and be able to kind of just catch your breath. Um, If you have some kids that are tired, this is a great ride kind of for a power nap maybe even for yourself, or just to be able to get off your feet for a little bit from doing as much walking um, as you do at Walt Disney World. So that's the first one, right when you walk into Main Street USA. You see the railroad, you hear it um, sound off and get and, and just and just go, and it's, it's a great ride to just kind of be able to take in. Moving on from there, walking down Main Street, taking a left right before you get to Cinderella's Castle, and you go into Adventureland. All right, there's several attractions in Adventureland, several and a, and a couple of them that I really enjoy, and a couple that I actually have not uh, been into. Um, starting with the Swiss Family Treehouse. Okay, this is more of an attraction than a ride; um, just kind of a walkthrough type of thing. A very large tree. It also can be a pretty decent spot to kind of catch some fireworks at night um, while everyone else is in front of Cinderella's Castle and down Main Street. Again, I've never walked through Swiss Family Tree. Uh, maybe one day I will. Um, but again, like we talked about last week, just try to get as, when you go, you try to get as many thrill rides as you can um, in. But Swiss Family Tree is a great place to start. Uh, right there, next, close to Swiss Family Tree, um, is the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, which is pretty close. I mean, it's it's like Dumbo, um, except it's just Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Um, never done that because when we go we do the Dumbo ride um, nothing against the magic carpets of Aladdin it's kind of one of those if you see that Dumbo has got a, a large wait time because it is pretty popular um, you know kind of can get the kind of same kind of feel and the kind of ride as Dumbo does for for your little ones on the magic carpets of Aladdin um, there's also Jungle Cruise Jungle Cruise is a fun little riverboat type ride um, the trip will go down and what makes this ride for me, okay, especially the last time that we went, 
um, is the driver of the boat, how great their jokes are. Now, let's just be honest. Let's, we're we're going to be honest right here, okay? They can have some pretty corny jokes, but as a dad, pretty funny to me. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll leave that for you to experience. But it has to do with your, your boat captain, um, as well as just the people that are on the boat, you know, how well they accept and how, how into the ride they are. But this is another good one to be able to just kind of get off your feet for a little bit um, and just enjoy some, enjoy some animatronic um, animals and, and things like that. Um, a nice show that I've never taken part of, but I've heard a few things about. It's about 10 minutes is the Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, and I, you know, another place, nice little place to be able to get up or get into, uh, sit down, uh, put your feet up, uh, enjoy a nice little 10 minute show, maybe get some air conditioning on, on that hot day, or maybe even be able to kind of get out of the weather. Um, if one of those pop-up thunderstorms take place now, in Adventureland, my favorite ride is Pirates of the Caribbean, or Pirates of the Caribbean, however you pronounce it. Um, one of my all-time favorite rides, and a great um, and pretty popular ride. This one can, and sometimes, especially during their busy season, they, it can have some pretty good long-time waits, an hour or so, um, is, is some of the wait times I've seen. But a fun little boat ride inside, indoors. Um, Everything with Jack Sparrow, just kind of riding around in that boat and just taking everything in. Um, I personally enjoyed this one. It's another good ride to be able to kind of get off your feet for a few minutes and get into some air conditioning or maybe even get out of the weather because even even a lot of the, the weight line is covered. Um, so you're out of the elements a little bit. Moving on from, <clears throat> excuse me, from Frontierland. Is uh, from excuse me from Adventureland is moving into Frontierland. Um, you've got a couple of rides, a couple of shows, uh, a couple of little attractions. Um, you've got Country Bear Jamboree, which is a show um, with some bears, obviously singing different styles of music. Music country, um, a fun little show. I haven't been to this one in a good long while. Uh, I have been to it one time, but it's been years ago. And my understanding from D23 is that Country Bear Jamboree uh, pretty soon down the road is going to be getting a refurbishment, um, getting some new songs and things like that. So at some point down the road, this show will not be available during the refurbishment and and things like that. Uh, Moving on from there, you have uh, the Frontierland Shooting Arcade, um, a fun little arcade place right there just to kind of shoot. Uh, things, you know, um, I mean, it speaks for itself. It's the shooting arcade. Um, uh, from there, you've got Tom Sawyer Island. You can take a little boat over Tom Sawyer Island and just kind of uh, take in everything there, walk around for a little bit, um, and just kind of I, I mean, just take in the scenic stuff from, from, that, from the book Tom Sawyer. Um, moving on from there, uh, you've got which is currently closed, but will be opening the later part of 2024, and that's Tiana's Bayou Adventure, formerly known as Splash Mountain, for those of us who are big Splash Mountain fans. Again, currently closed to become, uh, getting a great big refurbishment from uh, Splash Mountain to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, pretty excited about this one. We're, we're, we're fans of, of the princess 
and the frog. Um, so wasn't weren't too upset about the refurbishment of this, um, but very excited to see what the scenes and the things like that and the story that's going to be coming from this ride. And again, that is that will re, uh, that will open. Um, later in 2024. And then the big one for me, my favorite ride in Frontierland, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I, this is just, I just love this ride. I really, really do. Uh, again, not a huge roller coaster person, but this is absolutely perfect. There's no huge twists or turns or dips or things like that. Um, but absolutely love Big Thunder Mountain railroad it's a loud one it can be a little clanky it can be a little jarry um people it has been said and and some people have said that it has been tested um that this is a ride to go on if you have kidney stones that it can kind of crush those up so i've never had kidney stones so i can't put that to the test um but have just heard uh over the years that uh, that ride is great for kidney stones and being able to break them up, but uh, a fun ride, man. I really, I really do thoroughly enjoy that ride. And again, that is one that can get to a, a, a bigger wait time um, from time to time. Moving on from there to Liberty Square, you've got a couple of attractions here, not a whole lot. Um, you've got the Hall of Presidents, which is basically just an animatronic type ride where you just see all of the presidents from George Washington to our current president, uh, Joe Biden. So, you know, it's not for everyone. You know, if you're a history buff, this is a great ride for you. Um, if you're looking for a ride to, again, get out of the elements, maybe get into some air conditioning on a hot day or one of those pop-up thunderstorms, um, and a, a, a kind of a ride just to be able to get out um, and put up your feet and kind of rest for a little bit. Uh, you've got Liberty Square Riverboat. Now, this one we've never done, um, but this basically Liberty Square Riverboat takes you around um, Tom Sawyer Island. Um, so you're able to see a little bit of Tom Sawyer Island, the whole island, um, and and parts of Frontierland from the riverboat. And again, we've never done this one, but this is another nice little relaxing riverboat ride. It's a pretty big boat, um, so it can get pretty crowded on there um, as well. Moving on to there, one of the last ones in, in Liberty Square is another one of my favorites, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is a very popular ride. It can get to be a pretty long wait uh, sometimes, especially during the busier season. Um, but I personally love this ride just because it's not it's not scary to me, and it's most of the time to little kids, it's not scary. It's a pretty fun ride. You sit and, man, you're just you're going through the Haunted Mansion. Um, if you've ever seen that movie, um, you're just going through the, all the aspects of, of the graveyard, the house, a wonderful, I mean, it's just, it's an all-around just wonderful ride um, to be on. Another great ride to, to get out of the elements on. Be able to just kind of put your feet up and rest for a little bit. Now, I will say, when we went back in 2022, um, me and my wife went back to the park uh, one day. We did a, a a day where we got early, got there early and did some rides and then kind of went back. Uh, and me and my wife, Laura, went back um, and got on Haunted Mansion and it broke down. Um, so we had to we had to walk off. They had to turn the lights on. And for a lot of, for some people that, you know, they don't like that 
I personally enjoyed that because I was able to see um, parts of the ride and just kind of, you know, what all is going on behind the scenes and what it takes to, to be able to put that ride on. And I enjoy that kind of, that kind of stuff uh, myself. So I didn't, I didn't mind it. I did. I wasn't too thrilled that I didn't get to finish the ride and I had to walk off on it, but it was pretty cool to kind of be able to see all the things that take place on it. Moving from Liberty Square to Fantasyland. Now, Fantasyland uh, has more rides um, than most of the other lands. So moving into Fantasyland, um, again, this kind of starts right behind Cinderella's Castle. And from there, you've got It's a Small World. Just be prepared for that song to never get it out of your head for, for, for a little while. Um, but an, a, a fun little ride for the kids. Um, you have a, one of the next most popular ones in the park that most people try to get to first thing. And, and if you don't, then you can be prepared for a good long wait. Uh, that's Peter Pan's Flight. Uh, we enjoy this one just because we're big Peter Pan fans. Um, this is a great one for the little ones and for the uh, for just for the whole family as well. Uh, but again, one of those that if you don't hit it first thing, you can be prepared for a long wait um, for Peter Pan's flight. Uh, one of the shows in this area is Mickey's Philharmagic. Um, I thoroughly enjoy this show. I like shows. It's a great opportunity to, again, get out of the elements, get into a seat, you know, enjoy a 10 to 15, sometimes even 20 minute show where you just are able to relax, put your feet up, um, enjoy some music, enjoy um, some comedy. Donald's a big part of Mickey's Magic show. Uh, and that's all I'll tell you about that. I know that's that's getting some refurbishment stuff done to it. I think it's already happened where it's getting some new scenes and stuff from a couple of new shows um, added to it. But uh, it's a wonderful show in Fantasyland. Um, you've got Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. That's a pretty popular one. Um, or if you are a Disney regular, you know that is Stroller Central. Um, during the pop, during the more uh, crowded times in the park, that is a place where strollers are parked. People are getting on that carousel, and it can just cause a great, great traffic jam right there at Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. From there, you've got Under the Sea: Journey of the Little Mermaid, a fun little ride uh, to to ride through. Um, then you've got the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which is another fun ride. Uh, to go on for your little ones. Um, you've got Mad Tea Party, who from Alice in Wonderland. You've got those spinning teacups. I'm not a fan of the spinning teacups. I don't handle spinning very well. Um, used to be able to handle a little more. Not so much. Not so much now. Uh, but that can be that can be a pretty popular one as well. Uh, moving on from there, you've got Dumbo, the flying elephant. What I love about this ride is a lot of people see that it has a long wait time, but you go inside that tent and the wait area uh, about halfway through that tent is a huge like indoor play place. So you're given a pager type device um, and however long your wait is once you get into that play place your kids can run they can go play they can climb and just jump around and just have a great time while you as an adult can kind of sit off to the side on a bench and kind of put your feet up rest relax catch your breath maybe check on some other shows and parades and things like that Um, and then finally you just you get over there to the Dumbo the Flying Elephant this is a truly popular ride at Walt Disney World 
Um, from there, you've got Casey Jr.'s Splash and Soak Station, which is kind of like a splash pad. So not so much a ride, um, but be prepared. Uh, your little ones might enjoy those kind of things. Um, again, you can kind of sit over there and watch while they play. But again, they're going to be getting wet. So if you didn't pack a bathing suit, then be prepared for your little ones to get wet for that right there. Then you've got the Barnstormer, uh, which fe- uh, features Goofy. Um, I like this ride. It's a little bit of a roller coaster. The the one kind of negative for me for this ride is it is quick. I mean, you might wait 30 to 45-ish minutes or more um, for this ride, and it's over in 30 seconds. Um but it's a fun little ride. When we went uh, a couple of years ago, uh, back in 2022, our son Declan rode it and did not like it. Uh, but that's okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it because it's another one of those. It doesn't have any big dips, twists, and things like that. Uh, and finally, I kind of skipped over it, and I did on purpose because the popular, popular ride here in Fantasyland is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We did not ride this one back in uh, 2022 but we did the time a couple of times before that we went and this is a fun fun ride uh thoroughly enjoyed this one i enjoyed the line to be able to walk through because you kind of are walking through the mines or the seven dwarves and just being able to interact with a few things so it kind of makes the wait time go by a little bit faster but this is another one of those that if you don't get it first thing when that park opens or even if you take part in early park hours you can have a wait of anywhere, I mean, up to an hour and a half-ish, maybe even two hours um, during the, the more crowded times of the season. Moving on from there, you've got Tomorrowland, um, another popular area <clears throat> with a, a few rides. Excuse me. You've got Tomorrowland Speedway, a uh, fun ride with some race cars. You've got the newest attraction the tron like cycle and run which as of right now there's not a line for the only way you can get on this is by virtual queue only uh you've got space mountain i'll leave that one alone again not one of my favorites um but but one of the more popular rides in tomorrowland you've got astro orbiter you've got the people mover you've got buzz lightyear's space ranger spin which is a fun game shooting game ride um and then you've got Monsters, Inc., Laugh Floor, which is more of a show. And then, of course, I've got to put a shout-out to uh, a friend of mine, Robbie Granger. His most favorite ride, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Man, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. There you go, Robbie. Most of you probably don't like this show, but this is a great ride to get on. If you're wanting some air conditioning and to put your feet up for 15 or 20 minutes to kind of relax and rest, but it's a fun ride um, to be able to just kind of get on. And let me tell you, there's never a wait longer than five minutes for this ride, unless it's raining and people getting out of the weather. All right, to kind of wrap up for today, guys, uh, we're going to look at some entertainment because it's not just rides. There's several other things to take part of here. Um in Main Street, USA, you've got Casey's Corner uh, Pianist that takes place a couple of once or twice a day. Um, you've got the Dapper Dans that come throughout Main Street uh, and the different areas of the park. A wonderful quartet. I've listened to them a few times. They are fantastic. Um, you've got Disney Adventure Friends uh, Cavalcade Parade. Um, 
That's a fun little parade that takes part uh, once or twice, a couple of times a day in Magic Kingdom. You've got Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which takes place in the park. A nice parade to be able to just kind of take part in, um, be able to see some of your favorite characters on on, on floats. Um, then you've got Disney's uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade, which is another um, fun parade that comes around and then of course had to be brought back because it was very popular the nighttime fireworks show happily ever after which during the season right now um does not take place on nights of mickey's not so scary halloween party and when mickey's uh or when the christmas uh party takes place on the nights that that happens um it will be a different fireworks show um, happily ever after. I have not personally witnessed it. I hope to be able to get back to to witness it before they change to another one. Um, but I've seen it through YouTube, um, and it gives me chill bumps through YouTube. So lots of fan, uh, favorite songs throughout there. And there's nothing like ending your night watching that fireworks show um, at the end of the night. So there you have it, folks. All of the rides and attractions at Magic Kingdom. Lots of things to be able to take part in. Lots of rides to be able to see and be able to take uh, to ride. Lots of shows to be able to see. Parades to be able to take part in. Um, Man, Magic Kingdom, you can't beat it. You really can't. Lots of rides. Lots of entertainment. Lots of attractions. I mean, again, you can go a couple of times in a year. You can go a couple of times in a week and still not be able to take part in everything that Magic Kingdom has to offer. So that's it for this week's episode, looking at rides and attractions. Remember, next week we're going to dive into restaurants, my favorite part, what I like to plan my vacations around. Um, uh, We're going to be looking at all of the restaurants that are in Magic Kingdom, and I'll be telling you some some of the ones that I like, and maybe even some of the things that they have to offer food-wise. So again, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode number two. Thank you for starting on this trip with me, on this journey. Very excited to to be able to go on this journey with you. Again, if you're interested in booking a Disney destination vacation, you can reach me at jeremyo at mickeyworldtravel.com or find me on Facebook, uh, mickeyworldtravel slash jeremyoverstreet. Hey, and until next time, I wish you guys a magical day. Hey, we'll see you next time. (laughs) 